What's going on, everybody? Anthony Frieda here. Welcome back to Badum Biz. All right, today's episode, we got J. Anthony Brown and Rico of Panamaniacs. These guys are producers who are currently working on a big album with many different artists. These guys are cousins, and they actually uh, talk a lot about how they grew up in a musical, creative space together, actually. Um, so they uh, they work really well together. Actually, Rico started picking up producing um, during this pandemic, actually, which was really cool. He talked about this whole thing. Uh, very hardworking dude. I know Jay Anthony from uh, playing in a church band with him for a little bit. He's an incredible incredible musician so the two of these guys putting their brains together for this album is uh it's going to be explosive so um please follow these guys down below in the description and uh enjoy the episode what's up everybody welcome to Badum biz anthony frieda here i got two awesome guests today i haven't seen this guy in so long jay anthony brown and rico they're both from panamaniacs productions what's up fellas What's good, man? What's up, man? Man, I gotta. I just gotta say some things about Jay. I just, I just met Rico, so I can't wait to uh, learn a little bit about him too. But Jay and I met on a, on just doing like a church gig. Actually, no, we met. I'm sorry, we met on the uh, the Ryan show, the podcast. Yeah, the Ryan Ryan show. Show. yeah, randomly. And so Jay is a killer drummer, like a destroyer <laughs> of a drummer, oh, um, man. and the type of drummer that like killer pocket fucking killer pocket um you you're also a music oh of course you're also a music director too you've been a music director in multiple bands and different with different artists and stuff but yeah we and then uh you're a killer keyboardist too man holy shit like we (laughs) did a church gig together and i was playing drums and you were playing keyboard and i was i was like blown away and i was also pissed off and people like you piss me off because you're fucking good at everything (laughs) (laughs) you're fucking good at everything (laughs) So anyway, I'm just teasing you a little bit, but um, and I'll, I want to actually learn about uh, what you guys got going on here, uh, production-wise. Yeah, well, definitely, man. Um, kind of started like this uh, whole pandemic and everything coming together, man. It was kind of like, like where do we go from here? Mm. So, um, just kind of started putting my resources together, and uh, with. Uh, all the guys I play with from, um, you know, Lloyd Banks and uh, Mr. Cheeks and, you know, uh, all these guys. These guys have just been, you know, home just like us. Yeah. And so, you know, my cousin, I wasn't even really thinking about getting into the whole production thing. My cousin was like, hey, let's do it. And I was like, yo, man, I don't know if I got it in me, man. And he's like, no, I got it. I got it. And then he started you know, open up logic and learning it. And I say, you know what? We're just going to jump in here. We're just going to do it. And um, YouTube University. <laughs> hey, you guys, you heard it, man. You're like, you're sitting home, you know, just just start doing, right? Yeah. Just start doing. So you guys, I mean, okay. So, so Jay, you were, you were probably gigging a shit ton. Like, right. You're, you were always playing, uh, always working. And then this thing hits, of course. And you're like, what the fuck do I do? Just like every other musician, because, man, and and you know, we live in we live northeast 
You know what I mean? New York. Are, are they fucking, uh, is anybody like opening up clubs yet? Um, no, I've caught a couple of dudes in the city doing like little uh, stuff here and there, but the clubs are not full. You know what I'm saying? And they're really at 25 capacity. So it's really like if you have the money to be in there, because now, you know, how it used to be like a two drink minimum. Yeah. Well, now it's like if you're ordering food over fifty dollars, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're able to sit inside. So, you know, it's that type of vibe. So, yeah. So, so then like so, you know, you're kind of home. You're like, fuck, what do I do? So. So you guys started producing. Now, Rico, I'm gonna guess that you're you're the the engineer, you're the producer, you're the guy who understands the software, understands the beat making. Right? Yeah. How long you been doing yeah. that? Well, to be honest with you, um, the crazy thing is during a pandemic, I'm in the house, you're playing a video game, you watch the TV, and I just say, you know what, I'm gonna buy some equipment. Nice. Bought the equipment. As soon as it got here, I just started going to work. You know, at first I was trying to learn Fruity Loops because you don't really need equipment to learn Fruity Loops. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was like, you know what? You know, my uncle, I grew up seeing him in the studio hitting buttons. And I kind of feel like by using Fruity Loops, I was cheating the system. <laughs> so I bought my equipment and I just went to work, man. Cool. So I'm, I'm looking behind you and it lo looks like you have, well, he's running Logic. You got mm -hmm. nice studio speakers set up there. Uh, is that like a little 25 key little um, MIDI control, like keyboard? Yeah. All right. And then I see, do you have, is that the machine? Are you running a machine? That's the MK3. Dude, that is the shit, that thing. <laughs> that thing's a game changer. Yeah, so, man. So, okay. So you dove headfirst into this stuff. So how many months in are, are you about? Like six? Uh, no, uh, four. Four months? Yeah, four. About four months. Man. Like, about four months. It, so I haven't even heard your material, and I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing it, actually. Um, but for people listening, like, this is a story. You got, I mean, take it from these guys. Like, they're not just, they couldn't just sit around. Mm -hmm. They're like, fuck it. Let's take on a new skill. I'm home. You know, like I, I need something to do. I'm not going to let this shit defeat me. Uh, and now you guys have your own production yeah. your production team. You know what I mean? You're, you're, uh, and you got, and I know, and I know Jay's an incredible musician. So together, uh, I imagine you guys are able to produce things pretty fast. Yeah. 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 You know, with him, everything has to be in key, so it takes a little bit longer than usual. But um, <laughs> you know how musicians are. It's got to be a key. So, you know, it, it was something that I had to get used to. You know, you might hear something that sound good, but it's, it's not really it if it's not, you know, musically the correct way. So, you know, it's a lot that you have to learn, you know, not just making a beat and just running with it. You know, there's a lot that goes into it. So I, I definitely learned a lot, and it's just good to have somebody that knows certain things that can help along the way. That's awesome. Jay, what's it like? Um, you know, what's it like? Are, are you, well, first, are you playing any keyboard? Are you playing any drums? Are you, or are you kind of just helping uh, program? Well, you know what, on this side, a lot of the stuff, um, we kind of switch. Like sometimes I'll come with a sample and then he'll come up with the beat um, production, like, you know, programming, or sometimes he'll come up with an idea and I'll just play keys. 
So we switch hats a lot. And um, a lot of the stuff about software and stuff like that, I really didn't know about. And like, he's teaching me along the way. So it's like, we're kind of like teaching each other. And it's dope because, you know, this is like my cousin, but more like my brother. Like we grew up, same bed, same house. Um, and it's crazy if his mom and his brothers and sisters wasn't with us in our house, then I was with them in their house. So it was like, we just always grew up together, you know? So it's more like, you know, brothers and um, a cousin, you know? That's, that's fucking awesome, man. Um, so what, um, now are you guys now I'm just going to ask questions. Like, do you have vocalists that you're working with? Do you have plans to work with vocalists? Are you, are you have, do you have more rap or more, uh, singing? Um, Mm. how are you guys going about this? Well, we, um, we first tapped into our local artists. We just use like unsung artists. And so we got with, um, a young lady by the name of Susie Q. She sung background for U2 and Bono. And um, then we have a rap artist by the name of Sam Black. Um, he was one of the Cypher. Um, the BT Freestyle. BT Freestyle. He did that Cypher uh, thing. We have Crisis. It's like a, he's a great storyteller. Um, and that storyteller um, aspect of rap, it's kind of gone. And then you have somebody like with a fresh ear, like uh, MVP. Um, he's like a, the new style of hip hop, um, very authentic. Um, when you hear the single, you're going to love him, man. And uh, we came up with the first single it's called Yes, We Can. And I think it was something that we was trying to shoot for, for, you know, within like, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter, but more even like a little bigger than that. It's more like self-awareness of you being a black person in the hood and knowing what's going on and the things that we go through. So it wasn't like, you know, like, you know, like black power was like one of those things like that. It was kind of like more of, hey, these are the things that we are going through in the hood. And now, as a people, yes, we can. We can do it. Stop depending on other things or government or this thing in the fort. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. From, from that kind of standpoint. And um, and this is like one of the things that people are, are really, uh, really blind to because, man, me and Ant are, are great friends. And, you know, I'm black, white, and we are showing people through our friendship that we, we can do this. You have to take off the ignorant sunshades <laughs> that, and know that we can coexist, you know? Absolutely. And that's what I, and that's what I, the, the song Yes We Can is about. Yeah. 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 Why we 
we hate each other. Yeah. How you call your man your blood, but you hate your brother. Yeah. Why you hate your sister? You know, um, just telling people to take off the shades, you know. And if you don't know a people, uh, a person that's out of your race, get to know them. And don't believe it's just a black and white thing, bro. Even us being within the um, descendants of, you know, Panamanian and African-American, there's a, a, a big stigma there, you know? Um, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, uh, we're doing something like within the name of, uh, you know, Panama, because you have that stigma there, you know? Uh, if this person is from Dominican, Oh, they think they're better than the people from Puerto Rico, and then the people from Puerto Rico got to be. You know, it's 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 crazy, but we all are in the same realm, and this is just bringing some awareness to us as a culture, you know, on a bigger spectrum, you know, especially with with the artists that we have. Well, you guys, it sounds like you have quite the lineup, and uh, well, I guess my first question is: first of all, I I love that you know we started with. Uh, how you got into just the uh, the inspiration for what why you started, and now I guess my first question is, you know, there was a need to kind of address what's happening culturally. Mm -hmm. It's not just politically; it's culture. I mean, this mm -hmm. is American culture. It's yeah. we're it's we're into another phase, you yeah. know, and we, and we have to deal. It's the discourse has to happen. We we're gonna deal with it. It's like we mm -hmm. can't go backwards. So we're dealing with right. it now, right? Right. And so my question is, I guess, did did that come naturally as you guys were, were creating music? Did you have this in mind prior to creating? Like, what which inspired which? The, what came first? Well, to be honest with you, um, the the whole concept of the song was based off of doing something for Jersey City. It wasn't really a Black Lives Matter thing at first until things got really, really bad. Um and, you know, the, the way you look at a situation is how can you talk to your people without talking to your people? If you understand what I'm saying, yeah. it's, it's more so of I'm talking to everybody, but I'm talking to my people. Yeah. So you want everybody to be able to relate. You know, if if you keep doing music, that's going to leave people out. It's hard for them to understand or learn when you're not talking to how they can understand it. You know, that's like when people talk about tests, right? You know, a lot of people in, in where we grew up, certain things they don't know. And if you put it in the test, it's going to be hard for them to pass that test because they don't know it. They didn't grow up around that. You know, they don't know what the Nile River is or what this is and that is, you know, because they've never traveled. So when you put all that stuff in, in, in an essay and they're trying to understand or break down what you're saying, but they've never heard of those things before, you can't expect them to pass it. You know, so I don't I don't go into a situation looking at what we can do for this or what we can do for that. But when you get everybody in the room together, how do you feel? When you hear this, when you hear this this beat, how how, how does it make you feel? Hmm. And when you hear the beat, you're gonna understand why it turned into that type of song. I really you know what I really liked what you said because this is a common theme. I you're not the only guest to actually kind of the conversation, like the river flowed into this little topic, which is translation of information. Mm -hmm. Like I can spit information at someone and I could be right. 
But that doesn't matter because all I'm all I'm really communicating at them is, hey, I'm right and you're wrong. But that mm-hmm. doesn't change dick. That doesn't change shit. And, no. you know, we kind of have to learn to. Uh, well, first, I think we have to learn to. You know, disagree. And right. that's OK. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. I w- and I'm, t- I'm talking generally if we're talking about the political sphere, like it's OK that somebody thinks different th- differently than you. But um, next after that, though, when you're trying to, yeah, when you're trying to like, when you're trying to deliver a point, really what you're trying to do is a perspective. Like, hey, are you thinking the way that I'm thinking? Like, this is how I understand something. And it, it seems like you guys totally, that's that's the angle that you're taking, which is yeah. how do we get people, we don't want to spit information at people. That That's happening every day. They mm-hmm. put up their, they, you know, they scroll through their news feed. They can read that a thousand times a day. Right. Mm-hmm. So you guys are kind of using music, uh, to really it's, it's cool. Cause music opens us up and you deliver these messages mm-hmm. right to the soul. Really? Honestly. Well, uh, take TikTok for hand, right? Yeah. Why, why is TikTok so popular? It's popular because what people are saying is relatable to somebody's life. So if you can kind of grasp a song or a hook and you can relate it to something that you want to do, whether it be dance or something in your life, you can make it funny. You can make it sad. It's, you know, it's important. So, you know, music touches people in ways that a lot of people don't understand. And that's why it's such a huge platform. I, I mean, I, I completely, completely agree with you. And uh, I'm like, I'm inspired by that because I don't think to, I don't think to um, communicate what, how I feel about certain issues in, in music. Maybe it's because I don't write lyrics. Maybe it's because uh, the groups that I, you know, play with, we don't really, I don't really, I don't really invest in that. Mm-hmm. But I wonder though, I wonder if, even when I listen to music, it, it's not something I really, it really hits me, but I wonder if even I opened up to, li- to lyrics more, how much con- more connected I would feel to the music mm-hmm. and maybe even to the artist. And especially if it's relating to the, the times we're living in. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you guys, I like what you, what you're talking about because it's all related to now. It's, yeah. uh, it's information that is useful, I imagine. Right. And through experience too. Right. I imagine. Right. So, yeah. um, that's great. I can't wait. To I mean, it. you being a musician, it's, it's, you know, when you're playing a song, when you hear the words to the song, you're going to play it differently than if you were just doing an instrumental, depending on what that person is saying, it hits different. You know what I mean? So, like, if somebody's rapping and you don't have... Well, if you hear a song and there's no words to it, you just play it through. But when somebody's rapping, then you're going to hit... You know, you're going to add more bass at this part or throw a a, a symbol at this part because it connects with, with the person. So you're more in tune than you give yourself credit for, I promise you. You're probably right. <laughs> but it is, there it is. I, I, I think about how, because I've worked with so many talented uh, vocalists, rappers, and singers mm-hmm. who can, when in a, in a creative mode, we just start playing music as, yeah. as musicians. But the shit that comes out, the shit that, that starts brewing in the mind of the vocalist and then comes out, and it, it's, it goes beyond what we're creating. It, it's it's a, it's topical. It has a storyline. It has a and it has like a, a a beautiful melody and flow to it. That to me, that to me is what I feel like I can't do. But if you were to actually give me, you're right. If you were to give me the, the words and the lyrics, 
then I might be able to put drums to it or whatever. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> people that people are not really going to expect to be on this album so um right now we we are working currently with uh we have a song with uh jim jones from dipset oh shit yeah we got cheeks of course yeah me dragging it so hey if you're watching this cheeks can you hurry up please this song <laughs> <laughs> you already know Anthony, you 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 work with us with Cheeks, so you uh kind of know how it goes. Um yeah, but um You wanna talk about that a little bit actually, just real fast, a little bit of your background working as an MD and a drummer um, with these artists? Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Um how that came about really was um how he was talking about his his uncle, which is my cousin. Um at a young age, you know, I'm a little bit older than uh, Rico. Um, at a young age, uh, I was just around the element. So, like, can, you can't imagine, like, waking up one morning and Christopher Williams is walking through your aunt's kitchen or, you know, waking up and you're going downstairs and you're holding Faith, Ev Faith Evans' baby, you know? <laughs> you know, and it's like those type of... Um, those type of situations. I remember one time, my uh, his sister, we call her Miss Rudeness. She was so rude to Nas on the phone. He was calling. <laughs> he was calling to speak to my cousin, and she kept hanging up on him. <laughs> and, uh, like, are you serious? <laughs> like, did you just hang up on Nas? And just like, yeah. So like. Everybody knows her within the hip hop community. Like, yo, that little bad behind kid. <laughs> so it's crazy, man. So, but we we were just, you know, always around that type of thing. And um, how the Lost Boy thing got started, it was me, you know, um, working within uh, around my cousin and. Um, I was always outside, you know, as a kid. Everybody knew me in the neighborhood playing drums. So when, you know, Lost Boys, you know, were at the studio, I would always be there, you know, because they were always in the neighborhood. Um, 50 Cent was from that same neighborhood. Everybody's from the same neighborhood. So uh, when they made it big with uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, mm -hmm. they got picked up for the next deal. And the next deal was Love, Peace, and Happiness. So at the time, my cousin was working on the song with them, but 
they never made the connection that we was family until afterwards. And I told them like, yo, my cousin was the, the one that got you in there and we kind of came up with so low. He's like, oh, for real? Oh, you down with the fat too? And then ever since then, uh, Ta, uh, Freaky Ta, God rest his soul, he's like, no, you're going to be our drummer. You're going to be this. You're going to work with this. And then um, as we was able to get everything together, shows and everything, he gets killed. And um, our neighborhood just kind of took a decline where, you know, Cheeks went that way. You know, everybody was in the hood. And then um, he was always around doing music because, uh, like, 50, um, he was always around because he was doing music with Onyx at the time. Oh, gotcha. Um, but um, Onyx is from our hood, too. Uh, Federal Star, Sticky Fingers, they're all from uh, 134th Street and God Brewer, South Jamaica, Queens. And, um, but then 50, he just came with a whirlwind because like right after Ty got shot, he gets shot. So then um, he goes, put himself together and thus you see what's, what it is now, you know, power and all this stuff, you know, and it's just uh, kind of cool to just be around these great artists and um, being able to uh, fuel from that. And now being able to work on our album with these same guys. Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, like for listeners, this, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, your, your hero, you're working with your heroes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, and, and it seems like it's not like a, uh, a weird type of they're very celebrity and closed off. And no, it seems like you have a very good, back and forth a very good interaction and relationship which is fucking yeah. awesome it's awesome to hear that um that, uh but i was going to ask you too so you've toured with these with some of these artists too like mr cheeks right yeah you, definitely and then with that it was always open because like once they saw me with cheeks it was like okay so we're going to start working with you so i had to Opportunity to work with Lost Professor, that's um, Nas's producer, uh, Tropical Quest producer. Um, and that was all around the time of the Ryan show. It just kind of really opened up. And then I started doing stuff with Brand Nubian and Black Rob. And um, then that opened the stage for me to work with Karis One and wow. uh, Allure and Intro and uh, Horace Brown. And oh man, so count. Countless others, man. Um, you know, this has just been, you know, uh, a ride, you know. Um, you know, I've done production from out of, uh, you know, out of other camps, you know, um, like working with Nina Sky and um, working with Pros from um, the Fuji's. Wow. Um, so, you know, and, and there's some other people I'm trying to even think off the top of my head. Lumi D. Um, you know, the uh-oh, <laughs> the old girl. So, um, you know, doing those things and working with them in the studio, it it doesn't compare when you're able to do it your own. And, um, you know, uh, working with, you know, my cousin Ike and now working with my cousin Rico, man, it's, it's, it's dope, you know, where you have family that you, you're actually working with and actually doing it. And it's a, a good feeling, man. That's awesome, man. I uh, I kind of wish I had like 
like a family connection like that. It's tough. It's tough to work with people uh, and make music with people. Man, uh, what are you talking about? You have a family connection right here, uh, dude. You're right, man. I, I'm, dude. I am really bad at reaching out. I, like, I just don't feel. I always feel like, eh, I'm not gonna bother. I'm not gonna bother them. I, no, I man, like that. you're never gonna bother. And and now since you're talking like this, and I know you got logic in the house, we're gonna send you some stuff, man, to send it back to us, man. Please do. My uh, my, I, I will say this. I wouldn't tell you this. I was if I wasn't really confident in it. My mixing, <laughs> drum mixing ability is way better than like when I met you. And even then, it was okay. But like even like hip hop shit, like like old school hip hop type beats, like I've been really working on stuff like that. So if yeah, if you ever wanted live drums, please hit me up. That'd be fantastic. Yo, we definitely we definitely there is a couple of tunes that um that I was thinking about, and I'm definitely man since you have opened the invitation, man, we definitely gonna send you some files, man, so we can uh, get you in on this stuff. Thank you. Cause on, appreciate it. Yeah, because yeah, because on this album, man, we got like I said, Cheeks, uh, Jim Jones, uh, Fat Joe just agreed to be on the album. Yeah, we we got Petey Crack, we got Faith Evans. Uh, sheesh, we uh, uh, we got Grab from Love and Hip Hop. Um, there's so many people that were still pulling in. Uh, Joel Santana, he just came home from jail. So, wow. um, Cameron. Wow. So, uh, God has kind of just opened up this window of opportunity, um, and we're going to take it. And now, even Deep Cover, that's you know my band. Yeah, um, we're doing uh, Jim Jones live. Wow! So it's going to be in a platform like this. Um, we're going to do it from where we're doing the mixing and everything like that because we're going to throw it on the album, but we're also going to stream it live while we're doing it. Shit. That's awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. I was going to, can I, let me, let me actually the real fast because I want to ask, I want to get Rico in on, on this question here. So you just started producing, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you're a beginner at, at music in general. No. And what I mean by that is music is in, is obviously in the soul and it's in the mm -hmm. brain. There's a, there's like a, um, it's a language and yeah. there are people that are fluent in music that aren't musicians. And I imagine you like, meaning you, do you, you don't play an instrument, do you? No. So, so you're, you're exactly kind of what I'm talking about. Like, like you are musical probably because you grew up like listening to it all the time. You absorb it. You probably pick up on patterns and trends. So it's in there. You, you have a fluency and I'm, I'm kind of like, gonna ask you was it like as soon as you started to see how it was made and discover the process were you mm. like oh okay i know what i'm doing i mean to be honest with you um it's more so like i've been around live bands for a very long time right and when you do music you have to understand that you have to know specific sounds for whatever type of beat you're trying to do so if you're going to do a gospel song, you have to know what instruments are in a church. That's where you start, right? If you're doing hip hop, you have to know what people like to hear in a hip hop beat. So you, of course you got to do your homework, but then when you see a live band and like it's a conversation that me and Tony were having earlier, when you see a live band, it's kind of like a dumbed down version of an actual song. Yes. So 
there's a lot of elements that are missing, but people that do live bands are so dope that it makes it feel like it was the full song. Yeah. So there's a way to match things and there's a way to expand it. So some songs we have a gospel, some songs we have that are hip hop. We even have reggae gone. Like shit. We're, we're gonna, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a different feel in here. And the reason why is because we listen to all different types of music. We don't allow ourselves to be handicapped. We have an Indian beat. We have a country beat. You know what I mean? Like we don't allow ourselves to be handicapped. I travel the world a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm always in Europe. Every year I'm in Germany. Um, last year I was in Paris, Germany, Italy, um, sweet, like, I, you know, I, like when you go to, to those places and you listen to the radio, it's, it's the, the sounds are, are different. Yeah. So I, I pull sounds from every country and we put that into our beats. So, you know, for me, it's like not being somebody that plays instruments, but always listening to music. I hear songs five years prior and I tell my cousin, yo, this song is dope. Oh, okay. five years later, we fast forward. That same song is on the radio. Oh, shit. So you, well, we you, heard it five years ago. So you, you like, you understand how music works. Basically, you are yeah. so fluent in it. And now that you have, like, again, you just started the process of learning the software and mm-hmm. and pr- producing. Like, I, I that's so fucking awesome. I actually, I hope listeners, I hope you think about if you are similar and you just can sing a melody, just nonchalantly, like not professionally but mm-hmm. and maybe even like you pick up on beatboxing and be- and beats and stuff like that just start start creating you know what i mean um yeah. and I, I love what you said about too about uh because it sounds like tell me if i'm wrong it sounds mm-hmm. like you go by this uh, uh this philosophy of all sounds are beautiful mm-hmm. you know like it's just how you use the sound right I, absolutely so you're traveling the world and you're hearing like you're hearing, and I use the word foreign in quotes, foreign mm-hmm. music, like something you're probably not used to hearing, especially mm-hmm. when you turn on the radio, the automatic, right, sound coming from it. And you're going like, I like this. I could use this. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, uh, this influences me. Like that's another cool thing, man. Mm-hmm. That I love to hear. I love to hear. Them say we can't do it, so we are turn it up. If I'm merging for one, we're gonna serve it up. Look, probably them never heard of us. Cha cha, baba, we so flavorous. And you don't want we to get dangerous. From day one, you know they be scared of us. Make it loud like oh ah. You know we all about the moolah. Come with my mommy chula, mommy benaki, hallelujah. Yeah, she drop it for the broski. Says she wanna be my one and only. You have it locked with some other girl I try. Broke queen, take a piece of the pie. Yacht life private when you fly. I, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Swiss Beats has his own sound. There's no denying that. The Neptunes have their own sound. Misty has her own sound. Timbaland has his own sound. But where did those sounds come from? Yeah. 
you know, that's not that there's nothing regular or original about that. You know what I mean? So it's like if you're just pulling a regular kick, a a regular snare, you know, your beat is just going to be the conventional, typical, regular. You know what I mean? But when you go other places and you pull that in and you bring that to America, you start a new trend. And that's exactly what gets you to be in that next level. You know what I mean? So you're 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 sort of like well I mean speaking drums you're you're talking about like percussion really but uh, yeah like and how do I introduce the, these uh how do I introduce these sounds to make this beat really you want to make it stand out you want it to be special like that's automatically cool. too as soon as it starts playing you're like that that beat is like that yeah. and that's how I listen to music when I hear when I hear the beat and it sounds mm-hmm. special something almost like I've never heard quite like that I get so excited you know. Because the, the trick is to start with the unconvinced, like the the sound that you're not used to. Start with that first. Yeah. You know, if you try to add that in after the fact, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah. Your ear has to play to whatever that sound is. You know, so anybody that's trying to start new, listen. I had no idea about Logic. Huh. I went through about four different programs before I even got to Logic. And that's just being real. You know, um, we did Fruity Loops. We did, uh, what was the other programs we did? We did online free programs, uh, Pro Tools. We tried Pro. Listen, Logic was just easy for me. Even the machine program, they have their own program. Logic was just easy for me. You know, so, you know, like play around with things and just get used to it. But like I said, YouTube University is the best university I've ever been to, man. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. And you know what? Like, I I was gonna ask this question next because it, um, do you, so? Do you guys when you do you have a plan or do you do you think about how would this be performed live if we ever wanted to tour with it or do you guys have that conversation at all? Well, we don't necessarily have that conversation, and the reason why is because our main goal is to just make a beat. Gotcha. And then find an artist who can rhyme off of that beat. Gotcha. You know, if, if we go into it thinking, can this be played here, played there? That's why I started off the conversation earlier with, you know, a live band is a dumbered down version of an actual song. Oh, gotcha. Because you're not going to have, this, you know, all the instruments from the regular song in that live band. So for us, we don't want to handicap ourselves by thinking, oh, let's do this beat because... It could be done here. Nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to get as crazy as possible. Gotcha. Tony will come in here and get crazy on the keys. Nice. Half the time, I don't even think he could play it again, but he does it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we don't want to do anything normal, man. We want to be different. We want to be trendsetters. It's fucking awesome. All right, so cool. So, you, so that was a, yeah, that, that answered my question. Yeah, because now, because now I'm thinking like, yeah, that totally makes sense. If you started thinking about that right away, you, yeah, you're handicapping mm-hmm. yourself totally. Especially me not being, a, you know, somebody that plays instruments that have been difficult yeah. for me. Yeah, you know what's cool though? I got to tell you, like having having being a drummer and uh, and I, I think I'm more influenced by producers in my in my drumming than than actual drummers and bands. Mm-hmm. You know, like because. A producer, like you said, you're not bound. I'm bound by four limbs. Mm-hmm. So producers, not. Hey, I want to hear this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna program it. And yeah. there's, there was nothing stopping the producer. So 
And then it's my job to kind of like, it's a cool challenge. How do I get it to feel like that and sound like that, but with four limbs as opposed to eight. So I, uh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm very excited to hear the beats that, that you're, uh, that you're creating, man. I'm going to probably try to place a few of them. Um, (laughs) you know, I might fail though. Um, so yeah, um, you guys want to tell any like stories about the recording process and the, and the, the, any, anything sticking out? I mean, for the most part, um, I wake up and it's just, it's just dedication. Like we, we had a goal of what, 150 within the first two months and we wound up with like 250. Wait, what? Hold on. 150, 250 beats or songs? Beats. Beats. Holy shit. So now four months in, we have about 450. Are you serious? Yeah. All right, listeners. You heard it. (laughs) You heard it. You know, that's fucking awesome. I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I have to be to work by seven. I live in Jersey. I work in Manhattan. Takes me about 45 minutes to an hour to get to work. I wake up at four, by five o'clock, I'll have one beat either done or waiting for him to come later on that day to, to throw the keys in. God damn. So, like, I start the day off by doing a beat. Like, that's, that's the dedication. God damn. On the weekends, we probably do a seven beats a day. Mm-hmm. That's like, uh, I mean, that's like the fitness person who gets up at 4 a.m. <laughs> and just starts, you know, lifting iron, man. Like, you want something, you got to go for it, man. You can't, you can't handicap yourself, you know? That's inspirational because I, I ain't getting up at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> he does it, though. Dude, power. I mean, like, yeah, much respect to you, dude. That's that's inspiring. Thanks. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to oh, I had a question. Did you guys have anything that you wanted to jump into talking about? Um, no. Um, we just wanted to say that um, this album is going to be crazy. Um, we have live elements. We have studio elements on this joint. Um, a lot of the stuff that we did, um, we also have, you know, the Deep Club of Clothing line. And oh, yeah, I was clothing thing, nice. Yeah. So we have shirts, um, windbreakers, um, hats, um, you know, real 990, uh, I mean, 59.90 uh, hats from um, New Era um, that were endorsed for us so we can use these hats and stuff like that to sell. So this every proceed, every bit of money that we do to sell these shirts goes back to this album. And um it's been it's been great. Um just helping. Um a lot of people have been supporting. Some people haven't, but that's you know, that's quite all right. You know, we uh keep it moving. Wow. But um, you know, um I, I tell you one thing: Do not look for the people that have your last name to support you. Oh yeah. I'll say that again: Do not look for the people that have your last name or live in the same house as you or uh, eat the same food to support you. It's not going to happen. It's going to be that person that you pass every day at the train station mm-hmm. and like, hey, I like that shirt you got. Oh, I got this. So now you on a rapport and you don't know you're being such an influence on that person 
uh, the person that follows you all the time on Facebook or on IG, and like, hey, I want that shirt, or I want this, or I want that, or, you know, when's your next concert, or, you know, how much is the tickets? You know, those are the people that's really going to be your biggest supporter. As they see you pushing, like how you say he's getting up at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, um, and they see you every time on my page. I'm always posting something that I'm doing because I'm just not doing this for myself. I'm doing this to motivate them. Like, yo, if a guy can still get up, work two jobs, still do. Matter of fact, right after this uh, thing, I'm going right to work. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm working 11 to 7 tonight. So, God. yeah, you know, it, it doesn't stop, you know, wow. and, um, you know, I'm just going to keep pushing, man. You guys are inspiring me. Thanks, man. The, the, one of the best things that I ever heard, um, shout out to Amadeus, um, you know, he told us straight up, he was like, listen, people are going to like you, people are not going to like you. There's some things that people are going to like. If you're a family man, people are going to like you. They're going to follow you for that. You know what I mean? If you, if you look or you're attractive, people are going to follow you. They're going to like you for that. The way you dress, people are, you know. So I'm the type of person where I'm not going outside unless I'm dressed accordingly. Gotcha. I'm going to iron my clothes before I walk out. Gotcha. And one thing that my great-grandmother always tells me is you never know who you're going to meet when you walk outside. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's yeah, I mean, smart. Like, life, life is very funny, man. Like, you can go on a cruise and see your cousins and not even know they were going to be on the cruise. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, we've gone to gigs and didn't expect to see anybody. And I saw people that recognized me, and these are mainstream artists that I didn't recognize, not even realizing that they knew me from a little kid running around in my uncle's basement in his studio. Oh, wow. You know, so it's like you everywhere you go, you just you got to act accordingly. You know what I mean, and you just got to represent yourself well and be able to talk to what you're doing. You know, just like us right now, you know, the fact that we started this four months ago and we we could I could sit here and tell you like, yeah, uh, I, we produced a song and Jim Jones is rapping on it. I mean, yeah. our first album is going to have mainstream artists on it when we just thought that we were going to have up-and-coming artists. That's that's the reason why we started it. And we're not going to forget that either. So anybody that's watching this, if you're an artist, follow us, Rico TSR, Deep Cover underscore LB. Mm-hmm. We would love to work with you guys, man. Like, er- everybody out there, you know, this is, this is not us just wanting to work with mainstream artists. This is not about just making millions of dollars. This is really about uplifting each other, man. And if anything that we learned from this year... We gotta uplift each other, man. Yeah, definitely. That's that's really powerful. Um, and I I hope listeners, I really hope you guys at least go and follow these guys. Um, you gotta you know keep tabs on them for when that album comes out because I'm really I'm really excited to hear. Well, I haven't even heard the track yet, but I'm really excited to hear the. It's it's funny. It's like, wait, you guys are gonna you guys are gonna give the world all of that. Mm-hmm. it's not just one, you know, one song is powerful, right? But like mm-hmm. you guys are given, you're working at, with uh, major artists. I mean, this is like, this is a fucking huge deal. This is, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it. I um, mean, you can pay anybody to be on anything, but you can't pay for respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And like we've done stuff with artists that have sent us videos that we haven't like it's it's just certain things that you just know that the respect level is there and they really appreciate and they they actually understood where you were going and what because when we send stuff out, we kind of have concepts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not just like we'll send you a beat and you just rap over it. No, like we have concepts. So if you can send me something back with that concept and it really hit close to home for you, you know, it, it, it comes out to be something beautiful, man. So, you know, like I said, we, we really want to work with as many people as possible. As and many people that, as possible. You do that with every, every, almost every song or every track. You have like a sp- specific goal concept in mind. He'll write a hook and he'll send it out. And we'll usually go off of that concept. Every time we do a beat, we hear something. It can start from just the drum. And he'll be like, yo, play that back. He'll go get a sample, throw that in there. And then we'll just come up with a hook, you know? So it's it's, it's, it's kind of like a crazy team. It, for most people, it would be weird how we work. <laughs> like, like, it would be weird how we work. But I'll be in the house or he'll come here. He'll do something. And I'll come back. I'll come in. I'll see what he's saying. I'll listen to it. And then by the time he come back, it's finished. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I thank you. I really appreciate you guys coming on and doing this. Uh, no, I really appreciate so, like, you, you guys are like clearly working your asses off uh, harder than myself. Definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's inspiring. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, so please, listeners, I'm putting all the links in the description. You got to go follow these guys at least. Um, can they access the, is there a site to access the clothing line? Oh, no, not yet. We're working on that. Working on that. Yeah, and it's just straight up the, the Instagram at this moment and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, does Panamaniacs, do you guys have a page yet? No, we're working on that as well. We're getting the logo and everything situated, making sure everything is legal and and just make you know our paperwork got to be right before we put everything out. But we almost done with that as well. So I'm listeners. You got to go at least. You can follow both of these guys individually on their Instagrams. Um, yeah, please, please do that. This is exciting, fellas. I'm really, I'm truly excited. Thank um, you, man. I appreciate it. Everybody, go follow them. I'm telling you again, go follow them right now. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks, listeners, for dumb to you.